this is, I think, my 11th one. This team stands out. You know, this is the only team that we've gone to, Pat Kerwin and, and myself, that they return all 11 starters on defense. No other team can say that uh, in the league. And they're an impressive uh, group in how this team has been built. You know, adding Ridley, you know, last year adding uh, Christian Kirk and just the playmakers that are here and extending the guys that were necessary. Here, Evan Ingram comes off a record-setting year, and he's in the mix and career highs for everybody, just how this team is, is grown. And they're young, and they had 13 draft picks, which is going to be hard for those draft picks to crack this lineup. I only think there's probably going to be two or three contributors. We would think Anton Harrison, the tackle, because of the suspension of Cam, he's going to get a lot of playing time. I think Bigsby, the, the running back, will get a lot of playing time. And I like the safety, Antonio Johnson. You know, minimum, he's going to be a special teams co uh, contributor uh, for this team. But they stayed healthy last year, I think, is a key for this team. They look very good and poised to take a, another big jump. They got to beat the teams that they need to beat. And then, of course, there's those bugaboos in the AFC that you're going to play to see where you stack up. And that's going to start early with Kansas City, who you faced in the playoffs. I think uh, later in the year, you got a, a good uh, quality game against Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cincinnati later in the year. Uh, and those are going to be good tests for this team. And everybody's going to say, oh, they shouldn't beat Kansas City. I just think this team's up for the challenge. I really do. They could get off to a good start here. Year three for Trevor Lawrence, throw the rookie year out the window. It's really year two for him in this offense, under Doug Peterson, Press Taylor, everybody around him, the weapons to go with it. And you just kind of see him, see it slowing down for him, right? There's that base of what they did last year in the offense, and now they can build upon that with different routes, and you're adding Ridley to the mix. For Trevor, uh, Pete Prisco, CBS Sports, picked him as his MVP this year. I don't know if you're going to go that far, but it could be a big year for Trevor. I'll tell you what, man. The jump he made last year, one is a credit to Doug Peterson, who played the position. I think he's a great influence on him. Obviously, Coach McCoy. I mean, Coach McCoy, the quarterback's coach here, he's, he's coached some really good quarterbacks, Peyton Manning, Phillip Rivers. I mean, so he's got some good knowledge to share with him. And you could see it happening last year. It, you know, when you go to double-digit touchdowns compared to the turnovers what it was the year before, I think that says a lot. And he's clicking. And he doesn't get sacked. There was, I think this team only gave up like 28 total sacks last year. I, I cover the Bears. They gave up 55. I mean, Justin Fields was running for his life out there. And, and Trevor, it does. It seems like just from what I saw in the practice, he looks better. He looks polished. He's going to be a, another, you know, and it's all in the AFC. All these young quarterbacks are just talented. And he's definitely in the mix. The, the talk around this camp is that the, the difference that Calvin Ridley could make on all these other playmakers. He's been out of the game since uh, two seasons ago where he played only five games, of course, suspended last year. It's a contract year for him. He's got a new place. He's got a new quarterback. He's got everything to play for. And you know the motivation is not going to be an issue for Calvin. But uh, what can you truly expect from Calvin Ridley? Yeah, I, th I think, again, he'll he'll reemerge. And it, he just seems to be in a good spot mentally. When I talked to uh, to Coach Peterson earlier today, just his energy level, what, he, what he's brought to the uh, team, all the bumps and bruises. Like, he had a foot issue that he got corrected as well. And he just seems to be in a really good spot. And I think everybody knows the, the talent is there. You know, and he has the talent, and now he's got the uh, the mind in the right place where it needs to be, where he could lead this team in receptions. You know, you would like to think it would be Kirk again because he's getting a lot out of slot, but Ridley will be a big-time playmaker here. Jim Miller with us, Sirius XM Radio. AFC South, the Jaguars won the division last year unbelievably. They were down four in the standings. 
Tennessee collapsed. Jaguars couldn't lose toward the end, and it came down to the final week to get it done. All these wild comeback wins. It's really not feasible every year. You don't want to rely on all these comebacks. But a lot of people are saying the Jaguars are the favorites now. They're a fumble away from not winning the division last year um, in any of the last five or six games. Where does it stand for you in the AFC South? Are the Jaguars the clear-cut number one team? Does Tennessee still have some punch to them? No, I think Jacksonville is the clear-cut number one. I think they're going to be better offensively for all the reasons that we just mentioned. Granted, the offensive line has the shuffling of players. We'll see where that that goes. But the playmakers are there. The quarterback's where he need to be. I think where the bigger jump is going to be is on defense. They finished 24th overall on defense. And I played with Mike Caldwell. And so he's obviously a Todd Bowles disciple. I just think they're further along with their communication. I think Josh Allen is poised to have a big year. He threw out the number of 15 sacks is what he's going for uh, this year. And it just seems like they're, you know, being together all the whole entire unit. And that, you know, towards the end of last year, they were six and one down the stretch. But there was that four-game span between week 14 and week 18. Everybody's like, hey, where are the sacks? Where are the sacks? But they let in pressures. They let in quarterback hits. And I think they're going to start off like how they finished a, a season ago with just how much more experience they'll have in this Mike Caldwell defense. It is amazing, the perception and the total defensive rankings. I mean, they were 24th, as you said, but they're only 30 yards away from being in the top 10. I mean, right. you, you make one little adjustment on defense, a few guys get better here or there. That's what they're counting on as development. All of a sudden, you're a top 10 defense. Perception changes a lot of the narrative. Well, those those quarterback hits that I mentioned, those probably will turn into sacks now. You know, And again, it goes back to my conversation with Josh Allen today. He said, I would go home, I'd watch myself on tape, and I was just a hair away. You know, and he says, I'm taking it to the uh, the next level. The communication with the, the, his fellow members on defense, even if it's the, the safety Jenkins and, and how everybody's going to play it to control their gaps where they can just play a lot faster and maybe make those plays in, in the end.